people who work with my son, every single one of them over a 12 or 13 year period, everyone has been extraordinary and really made a difference for the good in his life. And so this is um, people doing good work because they know what's good work is one of the things. And people with disabilities are um, by nature delightful and um, they're happy to be with you uh, because society in general shuns them and uh, they uh, can often pick that up. And when you're not shunned and you're liked and uh, people want to work with you, 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 you blossom. Welcome to DSP Talk, the podcast that's changing perspectives and breaking stereotypes in the world of disability supports. Whether you're a direct support professional, someone receiving support, or simply passionate about making a positive impact, DSP Talk is your platform to be inspired, gain insight into innovative care, and celebrate what quality support looks like. I'm your host, Gina Scarpa, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking with Peter Leonard, whose son Kevin receives life-changing support from a provider organization that supports people with intellectual and developmental disabilities in Hudson Valley, New York. Let's welcome Peter to the show. Peter, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I'm delighted to be here with you, uh, Gina. Real good. Thank you. Well, I want to start by just talking a little bit about your son, and I was wondering if you could tell us about him. Oh, yeah. My son's Kevin. He's uh, 43 now, and you know, he's a guy uh, who has uh, developmental disabilities. So he's uh, got autism, and he also has intellectual challenges. So uh, he is very communicative, very social. He um, can read somewhat. You know, he cites these words, but he also can sound some words out, but he doesn't speak in sentences that go on two or three sentences. You know, he's very uh, short, but uh, communicative and interested in what people are saying, and, and he certainly wants to get his own um, point of view across, too. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I was wondering, who supports your son, and what does that look like in his day-to-day life? Well, I'm blessed by America's best, you know. I got to tell you this. The uh, uh, New Horizons Resources that uh, works at, at Dutchess County, and it's in Pleasant Valley, the headquarters, and he goes in a group home with um, five other guys, and uh, you know, he's been there for 12 years, so he's very um, deep into the system, and he has blossomed in the uh, system. And, um, you know, the simple way to put it, is um, after brother and sister uh, went to school and uh, were out on their own, Kevin would always say, you having company tonight? Because he's real social and he's good, uh, you know. And the answer was always, no, we're not having company tonight. <laughs> I mean, yet if you live in a group home, you have company all the time, you know. The staff changes three times a day. There are other guys around. It's uh, So for a guy uh, like Kevin who certainly has his uh, challenges or limitations. He's uh, extra good socially. He's uh, aware of other people's emotions uh, more than a typical person might be. And he's, he's simply fun. And uh, if you're fun and there's nobody around, being fun doesn't count. You know? <laughs> I love that. I love that he's really blossomed there. And, you know, when I think about direct support, unfortunately, people sometimes can come and go in that profession. But when you think of the great direct support professionals that have supported your son, what do you think keeps them there? And why do you think that they stay? 
Well, uh, there, there's been remarkably little turnover comparative uh, to the rest of the industry. Uh, I mean, we certainly have a big turnover rate, but it's not as big as other agencies, or as, uh, and in his house in particular, it's uh, steady. And what it is, I used to trick on uh, that. I heard uh, somebody say, uh, an administrator say, and it rings true to me, the thing with direct care, or, you know, direct support professionals, you have to keep them in the job long enough that they fall in love with the people they serve. And that really happens. I mean, the uh, people who work with my son, um, every single one of them over a 12 or 13-year period, everyone has been extraordinary and really made a difference for the good in his life. And so this is, um, you know, uh, people doing good work because they know what's good work is one of the things. And people with disabilities are, um, by nature, delightful, and um, they're, they're happy to be with you because... Society in general shuns them, and uh, they can often pick that up. And when you're not shunned and you're liked and uh, people are willing to work with you, 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 you blossom. And that's certainly true in my son's case. Uh, Kevin has really done well. One of the, you know, very early in the, um, his stay, maybe six months, uh, he was home uh, you know, overnight. And I was trying to get a sense of uh, what his day was like, and he... I said, uh, what do you make? you have lunch? Do you bring lunch to work? You know, he was working on a farm at that point. And he goes, yeah. Uh, I said, well, what do you have? He goes, ham. Why? And ham is the answer. But for him to ask me why yeah. indicated to me that, well, this, I'm giving you the information, but what give you, why is it your business to ask me? It's a, <laughs> when he said ham, why? That was a declaration of independence because I had, he had never questioned in the past why I might question him, mm-hmm. but he had a, a separate and distinct and healthy notion of who he was, and he I might answer a question, but that question is going to be licensed. You know, so the ham why uh, incident was really big, and that's caused by uh, direct support professionals giving him a, a, an independent sense of who he was and uh, who, who he is. So, yeah, I really appreciate that, and that's continued. So he, um, his, his language is more complicated now. It's more interesting. Uh, he observes things uh, more. He has more uh, questions, and uh, it's a big deal. I love that ham why story. <laughs> like, yes, that's isn't just it? great. It sounds like such a you know, it seems like a little thing to people, you know, but it but it had such a big impact and it really meant something to you and and seeing the progress that he made. Like, I'm going to think about that. <laughs> I really love that. Yeah, uh, favorite neighborhood pizza place, uh, Tony's Pizza Pit, uh, where you know uh, I go regularly and Kevin has been to many times. It burned down overnight, you know, uh, just one night it was there, and then the next night it was a pile of junk. And when Tony's Pizza Pit burned down, Kevin heard about it because he's connected to the community and uh, he has his own ways of hearing things. Um, but, uh, you know, it was a big deal to have the pizza parlor burned down. And I was driving with Kevin a couple of days later, and we're going towards the place, and it's just been shambles, you know, just burnt to the ground. And Kevin says to me, what caused the fire? Now, when he said that, I knew he drove off the, wor- the road because <laughs> Kevin, in 43 years, has never asked what caused anything. Right. 
So, um, you know, what caused, and he usually doesn't speak in such complete sentences. Right. So when he very calmly and naturally said, what caused the fire? I immediately recognized this is different, and it happened because people, the direct support professionals, um, have stayed with him, and he continues to grow. And man, uh, when you hear a 43-year-old ask uh, for the first time what caused what, you get a thrill out of it. Oh, my gosh. The community gets a thrill out. Yeah, yeah. So needless to say, I am sorry about Sony's pizza pit burning down, but I am delighted with Kevin having such a clear sentence and such a clear curiosity for his community. So thanks an awful lot for letting me uh, relate that story, too. You're a great Uh, storyteller. I love listening to them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to stop before any, uh, you know. We'll be here all day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We can be too long-winded, but I do think between... Ham, why, and what caused the fire, you have an awful lot of growth. And neither one of those sentences would have been uttered if he stayed in, in my house with uh, my wife and me. Uh, you know, the notion that you need a family, families are good, you need a, a village, yes, but you also need a nation. A nation has good laws that can be enacted by uh, good, decent people who are direct support professionals making it all happen. So I'm a grateful person, like. So many I parents, people with disabilities. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, Thank you. No, yeah, I mean, got to be uh, until he was twenty-eight years old. He never questioned why somebody might question him. Right. right. And uh, and I mean, when you talk about independence, that's what independence is. And um, and that independence certainly did not come through me. It did not come through my family. It came from you know really decent individuals, direct support professionals, implying in a thousand ways, Kevin. You're a person, and you really count. And yeah. somebody's going to grill you on what they had for lunch. You you better find out why they're doing yeah, that. Why do you want to know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Well, this leads me right into my next question, which is, what do you want from someone that is supporting your son? What qualities or what do you want to see when someone's going to work with your son and help him? Well, the, the, the first thing I want is what everyone wants for the kid. They want who is ever dealing with them to like them. I mean, you know, if it's a teacher at school— if it's a boss at work, if it's a neighbor, everybody wants, and I mean everybody, wants people that like their kid. And uh, so, you know, I want uh, people who associate with Kevin, and, you know, and, yeah, house manager, a direct support professional, I, I want them to like him. And he's easy to like. And he's easy to like because so many people have liked him. You know, that's, uh, uh, you know, his gift is he's uh, yeah, outgoing and easy to get along with. Not only easy to get along with, he's surprising and uh, he, it's clear he likes you first. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when people like him back, boy, do I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, so nice. Um, mm-hmm. If we step a little bit outside of, you know, the work that's been done with your son, but look more generally across the state of New York, when we think about people who are looking for maybe challenging or meaning in their work, why do you think direct support could be a good career choice for them? Well, you're doing something meaningful. I mean, the the trouble with uh, work in general and the reason people don't like their job is uh, you get paid very often to do very meaningless work. It's not meaningless entirely, but it's it's meaningful to the boss and not to you. Mm -hmm. Whereas direct support professionals... Their boss's job is meaningful because they support the direct support person. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, in terms of 
what the whole uh, disability world is about, the key person is the uh, direct support professional, and anybody working in administration is supporting that very important person who's uh, opening up the lives of uh, people with disabilities. Mm -hmm. um, You know, Americans with disabilities, they need freedom too, you know, Uh, and freedom is uh, being able to be who you are. And um, the direct support professional is every day a champion of freedom because they're making people who have been shunned, they're welcoming them into the fold, into the society, and they're doing it in a way that respects the individual of the person who is not typical. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like finding meaning in your work is so important. And the older I get, the more important it becomes. I feel like when I was younger, maybe I would look at, okay, what's the schedule like? Or what's the pay going to be? You know, and then I would sometimes get into jobs and I was thinking, oh, I don't like this at all. You know, why did I do this? You know, and I I feel like people can make a very good living as a direct support professional, but having that meaning in feeling purpose. And I also feel like based on the stories that you're telling, they can see the direct impact that they're having on someone. They see that growth, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, I mean, direct support professionals are are still not paid nearly what they're worth. Um, I mean, so uh, you need a person with uh, uh, the courage themselves to be who they are. Right. I mean, in other words, society is not telling direct support professionals, you're uh, this really important person, and that's why we're giving you all this money. <laughs> They're being treated unjustly, mm-hmm. and it requires real insight on the part of that uh, direct support professional to say, the opinions of society as expressed through money are not accurate. They're even false. I'm doing great, important work. And you have to have the confidence to see that yourself. Right, exactly. (laughs) Well, is there anything else that you want to say about direct support professionals and about the impact that they've had on Kevin? Uh, You know, I want to say that uh, I've never met a direct support professional that I didn't like because they all like my uh, my son Kevin. And, um, you know, they're people to uh, be admired. One way of... You know, people sometimes talk about, oh, they're such special people, they're saints. No, what they are is a decent American people who are going to give another American a a fair uh, shot. So it's um, taking in values of equality and freedom and really exercising them every day. My son Kevin, if you give him any kind of standard test, he's he's like in the zero percentile. Uh, I could say he's a real likable social person. He... He might be able to add two and two. I really don't know. I'm positive he can't add three and two. You know, so he's astonishingly bad at math. Which uh, so you have to be able to look past standard ways of seeing who a person is or what their value is yeah. in order to see uh, their real humanity. And I think that the American mystery, you know, the, uh, uh, to see that equality or the equal dignity of all people. So I see the direct support professional as the ones who embody and enact the American moral vision every day more than anybody. I so appreciate you you know, giving us a glimpse into you know, what a direct support professional does and how it's impacted Kevin and hearing about his life and even how it's affected you as well. I, thank you so much for sharing all of this, Peter. I really appreciate it. You know, I'd like to add one more thing, uh, if, yeah. if I could. And that is, you know, when I... Well, I was first uh, considering uh, you know, Kevin going to a group home. 
Uh, you know, I did like all parents do. I wanted to make, you know, sure that his teeth would be brushed. He'd go to the doctor. The place would be clean. You know, right. all these things that you check off. But I was so dopey. I didn't even know what to really hope for. You know, everyone can hope their kid's room is clean and that he eats well. But what I found in New Horizons, and I think what uh, new, uh, direct support professionals do at their best, is they uh, provided the circumstances for Kevin to take a piece within his community. So Kevin is a vibrant member of a community and, you know, with, with people um, both with and without disabilities. And um, he knows he's sort of fun, so he's a little extra outgoing. And he's um, known throughout uh, the disability world as a person who's distinct because he's fun. But that's his place in uh, society. And for the direct support professionals really to teach me better values, and that is what I want for Kevin is really what parents want for their kids, and that is for their child to uh, take their rightful place in a community. And I really appreciate that they did that, and I didn't even know enough to ask for it. Honestly, I, I've really loved hearing about it because I feel like, you know, we don't hear the, the stories of people like Kevin and or even hear what it's like from the parents' perspective. And like I said, I really do appreciate you sharing that with yeah, us today. Yeah. Well, one of the, th- the things, with, and I'm, not, I'm certainly not alone in this or unique in this way, but if you're a parent of a person with disabilities who has been treated the way Kevin has, you spend your life in gratitude. And, you know, every day I am thankful that Kevin is being uh, given a chance. Decent people are giving him a chance to be decent. And, you know, again, I don't want to overstress the American stuff, but what makes America great are the direct support professionals who understand American values and enact them. Exactly. Thank you again, Peter. I so appreciate it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, glad to catch up with you. Oh, Jenna, I love it. I really appreciate the good work you're doing. We hope this episode of DSP Talk, with its new and honest insight into the field of direct support, has helped you understand and appreciate the vital role of the DSP. Be sure to visit the Regional Centers for Workforce Transformation website at workforcetransformation.org for more information about this impactful and rewarding profession. This podcast is funded by the New York State Office for People with Developmental Disabilities.